What's good, y'all? What's poppin'? Welcome back to another episode of the We His First Podcast, episode 103. I am the moderator, Desi, and I hope everyone had a great week and weekend. I did for sure with my bills not coming to disappoint this weekend, nor my Lakers. Despite AD going down with the injury on Friday, they uh, say he could be out for a month. But nevertheless, LeBron is playing phenomenal. Um, but right now, the Lakers are my main focus at this time. It's my Bills. Our win this week over Miami was a tough win, but we got it done. We've pretty much, at this time, wrapped up our division. We clinched the playoffs, and I believe we can very much so win out with the remaining teams on our schedule, uh, which is Chicago coming up this Saturday, Bengals that following Monday, and then finish with the Pats. So it's pretty possible we uh, keep the number one seed, which is something we've tried to accomplish these past two seasons that we wasn't successful at doing. Something that's also crazy to me is how we are the number one team in the AOC, and it's still people who believe the Bengals are better than us. I guess my only response would be to see that we will see in two weeks. Let's go ahead and introduce the rest of our crew, starting with our two hosts, PC. My name is PC. I'm currently on a nine-pick winning streak in WHS Pick'em. I just want you guys to know that, like, we get a reward at the end, whoever wins Pick'em for this season. So, whatever the reward is, because we still got to fix that out, just know that I'm winning. It, it, it's, it's a runaway at this point. I'm 27-15. I'm better. I'm better! All right, next, TK. As much as I want to troll Desi right now, I won't. I won't. I'll, I'll save it for later. But uh, PC, I just want you to know that don't get too happy. Congratulations on your little 27 and 15. But this is a guessing game at the end of the day. Like you're literally just taking a guess. It's not like you're putting your your 100% thought into this your, or a process or anything, PC. So don't take too much credit. Congratulations. Tolu's going to give you the $10 uh, that you're going to win at the end of the uh, podcast or the end of the season when you win. Uh, it's going to be from Tolu, though. It's not going to be from me. It's not going to be from Gianni. It's not going to be from Sean. It might be from Desi and Tolu, but it's not going to be from me. But there you go. $10. Congratulations. 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 I don't know about the Desi part, but anyways, all right. Uh, introducing the rest of the crew. Um, we have Gianni. Um, the Eagles won, but Hurts um, got hurt. Hopefully he gets um, better quickly. We can go on the Super Bowl run. Okay, last but not least, Solo. What a weekend it was, but... American football did not take advantage of this weekend. It was World Cup football. Yes, World Cup football outshined American football this week because that was the greatest World Cup final I've ever seen in my life. Kylian Mbappe and Lionel Messi were going at each other. It was like it was like MJ versus Kobe that game. Literally MJ versus Kobe. That was insane. Kylian Mbappe is him. He is him, man. Imagine getting a hat trick in the World Cup final. A hat trick in the World Cup final is insane, bro. And Lionel Messi has officially passed Cristiano Ronaldo. He is the GOAT. Kylian Mbappe is the next GOAT. I, I couldn't, like, I, I couldn't, like, I was in my, I was out of my seat that whole game. That game was insane. But that, other than that, Basketball, LeBron James is 733 points away from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the all-time scoring list. I can't wait till he does it because he's going to do it in February. I don't even care, but he's 733 points away. Mark that on your calendars, kids. All right. 
guys, let's go ahead and get a little preview into what we will be talking about this week. Okay, so first, in our first segment, we will be doing our WHS Pick in Week 16, which is when we do our two last in the upset for this week's upcoming NFL games. Segment two is our three weekly questions with PC, TK, and Tolu. Our third segment is TK's cheer list, which is where he does his three dubs and three L's from this past week. Segment four, we'll be playing a game of Would You Rather, the Anthony Davis edition. Our fifth segment is my personal fave, hot takes. And lastly, a word from our main co-host, PC, with Cam's monologue. We have a lot to get into this week, but first, if you haven't already, please follow our socials at WHS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And we hate sports all jammed together on TikTok and YouTube. Let's go ahead and jump into our first segment, which is our WHS Pick'em Week. So I'm going to go ahead and call on PC first. All right, let's get started right away. My first lock, it's going to be the Lions over the Panthers. Lions are red hot. They're going to get that third, probably second or third wild card spot in the NFC. Um, they pulled out a really like grinded out victory against the Jets and um, looking at their schedule from this point going forward, I think that they're good enough. I think that they are hot enough to win out for the rest of the year. That's going to be my first luck. My second luck, it's going to be the Bills over the Bears because the Bears are um, they're injury ridden. Uh, you know, that's unfortunate to say. Um, I picked the uh, Eagles to beat them this past week. Uh, it was for a reason. Like. It's just a bad team that's riddled by injuries right now. And um, I'll just say, if the Bills somehow lose this game, Desi, I'm just saying, I'm not saying for me. I'm just saying for you. Like, it's it's just not going to be a good time for you. Uh, so that's going to be my second luck. And, and for my upset of the week, I'm going to try a little reverse jinx. I said at the beginning, I'm, I'm on a wing streak and, and pick them this week. But you know what? I I just... I need this to happen so I control this person and that person. Um, so I might be affecting the wing streak this way, but give me the Giants over the Vikings as my upset for the week. All right. Uh, to play a little devil's advocate, uh, the Giants, they need to win this game, um, you know, to make it into the playoffs, win, and they're in. However, the Vikings just completed the biggest comeback in NFL history against the Colts. Um, this game is in Minnesota, uh, but I have a feeling that, let's say, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley pull some more magic out of their butts, and they're going to do enough to scare the upset over the Vikings. That's going to be my upset of the week. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. My upset of the week. You're welcome, Sean. Okay, next. Um, to give their picks, Gianni? Okay, for my first lock of the week, I'm going to go with the Bengals over the Patriots. I think Cincinnati is just on fire right now. Um, they're hitting in all cylinders. They came back 17 and nothing real quick, like like nothing. And the Pats are kind of, after that, what happened to them against the Raiders, I think they're just going to fall apart completely. And it's going to probably be a, a game that they win by two scores. For my second lock of the week, I'm going to go with the Chiefs over the Seahawks. The Seahawks are just falling apart completely. They're, they're just playing bad football. They started 6-3. and three. Since then, now they're 7-7. Seven seven. They're, they're just going down, basically. And the Chiefs, 
home, I just can't see um, any other um, results. So for my upset of the week, this is going to be a primetime game that's on Saturday night, and it's going to be the Raiders over the Steelers. That's going to be my upset. Um, the Steelers are three-point favorites, and I think the Raiders are going to go in there and win a close one, like 19-17 low scoring. Okay, next, uh, TK. Yeah, uh, so give me for the first game, give me the Lions over the Panthers. Um, like PC said, <clears throat> uh, do you guys know how I am on the Lions? I believe that Lions are going, like I said, are going to win out. I said this last week, and I'm going to continue to stay on it. I don't think the Panthers are going to be much competition. I understand the Panthers have looked a little bit better uh, as the weeks have gone on, but yeah, give me the Lions over the Panthers, and I think they'll win this e- easily uh, with about eh, about 14 points or so. Uh, number two, give me the Chargers over the Colts. Uh, we all just witnessed what happened to the Colts over the weekend, the largest comeback in NFL history. Uh, the Colts are just trash, man. And Matt Ryan, you got to feel bad for that dude, bro. Not only did he get that we witnessed him losing in the largest comeback in, in, in Super Bowl history, but now you are now a part of the largest comeback in regular season history. You should just 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 retire after the season, but please, just just please retire, Matt. And uh, for the upset, PC and Gianni. <laughs> You know where I'm going, bro. I got to go with the Cowboys over the Eagles. Nope, Earlier news. Nope, hurt. nope, nope, nope. You actually cannot do that this week because the Cowboys. Oh, are the Eagles. Wow, really? Is it because yeah, Jake because, is it because because hurts, hurts is hurt? Okay, so yeah. you know what? So, so you, you can't know. even do that this week. So, no, you no, cannot so, hate no, PC, on my no, team no, this week. PC, I am. So you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know what the word is, but I'm going to jinx like the opposite ways. So give me the Eagles over the Cowboys. All right. Um, <laughs> who's the what's what's the quarter? Who's the backup quarterback again? I know he played for the Jaguars. I can't remember his name right now. Cowboy played for the. He's, he's like a cowboy that played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can't remember his name. He's your quarterback, PC. You don't know your quarterback's name? Blaine Gabbard. Oh, no, I know. His name. Gabbard. I know. I just, I just, so, you know, want yeah, Gardner to kind of suffer you. a little bit here. Gardner Minshew is gonna go. And he's going to have himself a magnificent game for your Philadelphia Eagles PC. And you know what the question is going to be next week when he has this magnificent game, when he throws over 300 yards against this Dallas Cowboys. I feel Cow- like you're just, you're just kind of like the question yourself in the foot every single week. Question my is, team. Listen, listen, the question is going to be, is Jalen Hurts really an MVP or is it the system? After Gardner Minshew balls out. So give me the Eagles over the Cowboys, thirty-five to twenty-three. Gardner Minshew will be the player of the day in the NFL with his three hundred and fifty-yard passing, four-touchdown performance. There you go, Desi. Remember, I said it, PC. Now remember, I said it. Three fifty-four touchdowns. Remember, remember, Gian. Really want us to lose, don't you? <laughs> PC, I have this to, is like this is like your dream. I this have is like to your troll, dream. I have to troll you in the pickums, bro. But I did say you'd win this week, so I mean, you know, if you win, I'll be I'll be correct. So you know, either way, I win. Either I would just way. love to see you pick another team as your upset. That's all. <laughs> that doesn't involve mine. But. It's only been three weeks. It's only been three weeks. It's been four. All right, and last, Togo. My first lock: Jaguars over the Jets. PC predicted the Jaguars were going to be decent this year, and they were, he was right. Trevor Lawrence is looking like Clemson Trevor Lawrence after dominating the Cowboys yesterday. And the crazy thing is, they're getting Calvin Ridley back. Like, they're really getting Calvin Ridley next year. Trevor Lawrence 
And the Jaguars are, even if they don't make the playoffs next this year, they might sneak into the playoffs next year. And the Jets, they, they've been mid because, obviously, they're starting Zach Wilson again. And we all know how, how trash Zach Wilson is. So I'm going to go with the Jaguars over the Jets as my first lock. My second lock, I'm going to pick the Browns over the Saints. Ever since Deshaun, that, I'm not even going to say his name, that freak came back. Uh, the Browns have looked decent. They've actually looked like a professional football team for once. I mean, they're getting healthier. I mean, their run defense is still still bad, but they're actually looking like a football team ever since that weirdo came back. And the Saints, well, I don't know how the Saints came are, are doing, but I, I know they're not doing good. So I'm picking the Browns over the Saints. My upset is going to be the Bears over the Bills because we I just love trolling Desi and I like seeing Desi sad. So I I really and I don't think that that Bills defense is stopping just Justin Fields from running all over their faces. So I'm picking the Bears over the Bills so I can troll Desi and hopefully they can defeat the Bills and they lose their number one seed because Desi will actually scream and cry and sob and weep. And we all love Desi crying and sobbing and weeping. We got to watch her 15 stories of how much she hate the Bills and she's done with this team and this team sucks and it wasn't on Josh Allen and she going to blame everybody else except for Josh Allen. Oh, God, please. When it's time for me to blame Josh Allen, I blame Josh Allen. But Tyler, we're going to make sure to give you another L, okay? You're going to get another win against us, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Okay. Whatever you say, man. All right, y'all. It's time to move on to our next segment, which is our weekly three questions. Um, for PC, TK, and Tolu. Our uh, first question is, yesterday the Jacksonville Jaguars defeated the Dallas Cowboys in overtime 42-34. The Cowboys blew a 17-point lead and lost in the hands of De- Prescott. Pick six. Who's to blame for the Cowboys' collapse? Um, TK, uh, what's your thoughts? All right, so I know most people are going to answer this question and say, clearly it's Dak Prescott. Two, t- two, three touchdowns, two interceptions, the key interceptions that caused the pick six in overtime. But PC and Tolu, I want you to think about something, all right? Because I want you to sit down and ask yourselves. Sure, we can blame Dak Prescott for the reasons I just labeled. But can we also blame Jerry Jones? And the reason why I say we got to blame Jerry Jones, bro. Besides C.D. Lamb, Right? Who would you say is wide receiver two? I, I mean, I is he is he really wide receiver two? PC. I yes. mean, yeah, he's yes, he's yes. Technic, I mean, he's labeled wide receiver two on the roster, but is he a legitimate wide receiver two? I yes. I, I I don't think yes. so. I really don't think so. And let me he's tell you, he's had multiple touchdown games before. He's That's definitely fine. wide receiver two. I mean, yeah, he saw some flashes. He has some good games here and there. Yeah, I mean, you'll get that out of him sometimes. But here's the here's the problem, PC. And this is why I say Jerry Jones is to blame. You got rid of Amari Cooper for absolutely nothing. I mean, the Browns, I think it was like a fourth or fifth round pick. I don't, I'm not, I'm not even sure. It wasn't a third. It wasn't a second. It wasn't anything crazy like that. You got no players back. You gave your possibly your best wide receiver on the team, who we, I'm pretty sure we'd all agree was Amari Cooper last year. Because C.D. Lamb is still coming and to himself. You get rid of your wide receiver one in Amari Cooper last year. And this is why I don't think people understand how important it is to have two legitimate wide receivers on your team. Because when your number one in CD Lamb is getting shut down like he has been the past couple of weeks, 
You can turn to a guy like Amari Cooper, who you is a, who is a red zone threat and a guy who you know one on ones he's going to catch the football, bro. So you get rid of Amari Cooper, and now you're in the situation that you're in now. Sure, we can blame Dak Prescott again for the interception and everything. I'm pretty sure I'll leave that to you and Tolu. But like I said, man. Getting rid of Amari Cooper, bro, I think this is going to be what's going to be the downfall of the Cowboys in the playoffs. Because when CeeDee Lambs gets double guarded, they have absolutely nobody else on the team. I don't care. I don't want to hear Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup is okay. Yeah, he'll give you some games. He'll give you some really good games every every now and then. But he, I don't think he's a solid, legitimate wide receiver, too. And like I said, when you had CeeDee Lamb and you had Amari Cooper on the team, I don't think that this is a question that we would be having. I think the Cowboys would be in a much better situation, and I think they'd be a much better team. But unfortunately, they only have CeeDee Lamb as wide receiver one. I don't know who their wide receiver two is. Like I said, we can sit here and blame Dak Prescott, but I'm going to blame Jerry Jones for stupid, for stupid, for being so stupid and giving your wide receiver one away for a fifth round draft pick. And Amari, look, how's Amari Cooper looking in uh in in, in, in Cleveland? I mean, he looks pretty good over there. You know, uh, him and Deshaun, I'm pretty sure they're going to they're going to grow <clears throat> a great bond and they're going to grow a relationship and they're going to be a dominant duo within the next couple of seasons. But like I said, man, um, getting rid of Amari Cooper, I think that's really going to cost the Cowboys in the playoffs. I think it's going to until they get that solid rod receiver, too. I think that this is going to be a problem that the Cowboys are that the Cowboys are going to continue to face over and over season after season until they get their guy back until they get a guy like Amari Cooper back. Well, TK, if we're going to put solely or most of the blame on Jerry Jones, that would be like blaming him for his team's success for the last 30 years, which would be way too easy to do. Um, so I'm going to go the opposite direction, point the finger at the guy who is out on the field for this team. And it's supposed to be this supposed top 10 quarterback, supposed to be, you know, getting, um, you know, he got his much deserved bag or whatever last season. Dak Prescott. Um, Guys, Dak Prescott has only played in, uh, what was it, I believe, nine games this season. Um, and he, I'm pretty sure he almost leads the league in interceptions. Dak Prescott has 11 interceptions on the year, and he's only played in nine games. All right. He's had an interception now um, in, I believe, uh, what was it, the, his last, oh, let's, let's check right now. He's had an interception now in his last four games, at least one. Um, this is his third game this season, uh, excuse me, fourth game this season where he's had, um, uh, more than one interception and against the Jaguars, I said last week, like if they come out, if they came out and played the Jaguars, like they played the Texans that they were going to get upset. And the first half of that game, like they didn't play like that. As a matter of fact, the game was 27 to 10. Like they had the lead. They they had it in the bag. It, it was middle of the third quarter. Like they were going to run away with this game. Um and then Dak threw a pick which I believe made it 27 to 20. And then we got to overtime and he threw another pick and this time he wasn't but so lucky and it was a pick six and all of a sudden the game's over. 40 to 38. Doug Peterson, you know, trolls the Cowboys one more time. Um, and Eagle fans are, are happy. Cowboys fans are happy. Uh, Brian, the NFC East is happy, except Dallas fans. Because your franchise QB is constantly making mistakes on the field. Um, I'm just, I, I'm tired of, of seeing Dak Prescott in this, like, 
amazing light when this guy has done a lot to harm his team, especially in the last two weeks. They got lucky last week. I'm I'm just called for it. I think they got lucky. Um, They should not have been in that position against the Texans at home. Um, So for them to come out this week against the Jaguars and lose in the way that they did, uh, it's just, it's bad. You know, this is like every Cowboys team that we've seen now for the last 30 years, ever since 1995. All right. I'm 22 years old. That means for my entire existence, I've seen nothing but multiple Cowboys teams choke every single year since 1995. It's been 27 years since the Cowboys have done anything of significance in the playoffs. People ask me, why are you not scared of the Cowboys PC? Why why do you not consider them a threat in the NFC? Why do you not consider them a threat to you? Because I've seen this movie a thousand times to know that this is a team that I'm not scared of. All right. And this is not a scary team to me. And I'm not even mentioning the fact that the defense blew a 27 to 10 lead, which brings me to my other culprit, Micah Parsons. Is it Doc Prescott or is it the team? You, you tell me, because um, you were painted in this amazing light. People have deemed you the modern-day Lawrence Taylor. Well, Mr. Michael Parsons, um, tell me, would Lawrence Taylor, being a dogfight against the one-win Houston Texans at home, would Lawrence Taylor blow a 27-10 to 10 lead against the Jacksonville Jaguars? I don't think he would. Um, would now would Lawrence Taylor have only one sack in the last three weeks? All right, and no tackles for loss in that game against the Jaguars. I don't think Lawrence Taylor does that. All right, I think we crown Michael Parsons a bit too early as well because he's been worried about my quarterback, my franchise guy, all week, and he was completely looking past the guy in the team that was in front of him this week. And because of it, the Jaguars hanged 40 on his defense's head, and they lost the game. I'm not here. Now I can focus on you, too, because the Bears are in in our rearview mirror. Michael Parsons, you aren't that scary to me. I, 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 I'm trying to, I'm trying my best to, like, kind of compose myself, make this PG as possible, because... You just you just haven't done anything to impress me, at least against us. You know, maybe you can fool other you know teams, other fan bases, you know, other guys on this podcast. You can't fool me, Micah Parsons. All right. You have done nothing of significance against the Philadelphia Eagles, at least not yet. You have a bright future and career ahead of you, and you're going to be a defensive player of the year, maybe multiple in your lifetime. But for right now, you, Dak Prescott. Jerry Jones, that entire Dallas Cowboys team, you are just like every single Dallas team I've ever seen before. Well, PC basically touched on everything, but it it's the whole team, but mostly the defense. I mean, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Neville Gallim, Gallimore, Dorrance Armstrong, you guys have this elite defense and you blow a lead to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's on the defense, man. It's on the defense. 27 to 10 with that defense and you blow a 17 lead. I if I'm blaming anyone, I'm blaming the defense. 
yes, it's Zach Prescott's fault for throwing a pick six, but honestly, I'm blaming the defense because I did at the offense. I did my job 27 to 10, man, and you have an elite defense and you can't hold the lead. I mean, that's on the defense, man. That's on the defense. If you have an elite defense, I'm pretty sure you should be able to hold the lead against the Jacksonville Jaguars and shouldn't be in a dogfight with the one-win Houston Texans. If you have, if everyone says that, oh, the Dallas Cowboys defense is so elite or one of the best defenses I've ever seen, and you're in a dogfight with the Texans and you blow a 17-point lead to the Jaguars. That's on the defense. If, if they're raving about the defense, it's on the defense. I'm blaming the defense. This is also a team that ESPN has as the favorites to win the Super Bowl at one point. I just want to point that out. Like, ESPN has that team. This this Dallas Cowboys team this season being the they're favorites to win the Nothing. Super Bowl. I mean, I don't understand the Mika Parsons hate. I just thought that was just completely random, and I felt that came from emotion because he said something about no. Jenner, which I completely understand. What is Michael Parsons hate. done? What has Michael Parsons done in the last three weeks? What is this year two? And we're already having conversations about this kid being defensive player of the year. You name me any I mean, two-year players that came that, in. That's, that's besides that's the point. That's besides the point. Well, Desi, you're none of your you players. You were players, one of the people that were saying that he's the next Lawrence Taylor. Absolutely. And, I'm, and, I, and I stand by that. Absolutely. He is the next coming of Lawrence Taylor. I completely agree I'm with just, that. He's Lawrence Taylor doing he's what I looked, said. He's looked, bad to, he's looked bad these past couple of years. I'll give you that. I, I mean, I can't deny that. I can't about that. But totally. For you to blame the defense. I mean, that's just complete blasphemy, bro. You can't blame the defense when they held this team to 10 points. Who orchestrated that defense? Who composed that defense? All right. Who made that defense up? It's Jerry Jones. All right. Okay. It's, okay. it's Jerry Jones. Okay. All right. And he brung those players to his team. And, you know, at one point, they were. You know, thinking that this Cowboys team is like on the on the same level as like the '85 Bears defense, all right? Yeah. Which was absurd. But well, I don't. I, I he composed that defense. You know, he brought those That's, players in. I don't know who's. So, well, who, I don't know who's comparing this team to the '85 Bears defense. If 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 you know anybody who's doing that, they're just complete. That's just completely stupid. I don't agree with that at all. But I will say this: what I'm saying, what I was saying to Total was, the defense held this team to ten points. They scored a field goal. It's twenty-seven to thirteen. Dak Prescott throws that interception. The entire momentum changes totally. The entire game changes, bro, because of that Dak Prescott interception when they scored off of that interception to get the game to get the score to twenty to twenty-seven. The momentum was already changed, then, bro. Like, yeah, the defense can. I mean, sure, if you're saying the defense should, should have been able to hold them to seventeen, should not have allowed them to score seventeen points, then I, I mean, sure. But at the same time, Dak Prescott did not go out there and do his job. Instead of throwing the ball to his own players, he threw it to the other team, which changed the entire momentum of the game. Dak Prescott just stinks, bro. I mean, I'll say it, PC. You, you, I feel like you're being too nice. You never want to talk bad about Des, Dak Prescott. I'll say it. Dak it, it Prescott, was a team loss. Dak Prescott, you absolutely stink. You will never win a Super Bowl as a Dallas quarterback. You don't have what it takes to win a Super Bowl. You're not a winning quarterback. You're a quarterback that can win regular season games and possibly get a team to the playoffs. You're never going to win a Super Bowl. You're overpaid. You're not worth $100 million. I'll say it for the Eagles fans. And for PC, who doesn't want to say it? There you go. Let's move on. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm. I, well, glad that you think that as an Eagles fan. But that was a team <laughs> loss. And at the end of the day, Dak Prescott doesn't play defense. That defense gave up 17 points, 17 unanswered points to the. 
Dallas Cowboys. All right. They made that a game at the end because they decided to stop doing their jobs. Yeah, and I mean, you cannot, you can also, of course, I mean, he's not a great coach. Mike McCarthy, you could blame him as well for not running the ball, passing the ball consistently. He didn't run the ball, which eventually gave Jacksonville the chance. Sounds like another coach I know. (laughs) Don't get me mad. (laughs) All right, anyways, moving on to our next question. how bad was Jacoby Myers' lateral pass to Mac Jones that cost them the game in overtime against the Las Vegas Raiders? Um, PC, your thoughts first. Guys, our podcast theme is We Hate Sports. We're the We Hate Sports podcast. All right, we, we, cover, we cover a good array of sports. Um, I've seen some, some pretty dumb plays in almost every sport all right we all have in our lifetimes um i don't think i've ever seen a play as dumb as i seen jacoby myers do this past sunday against the raiders um number one the fact that it was the Patriots of all teams. The 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 freaking New England Patriots of all teams in this situation choking this badly at the end of regulation. That's already insane to say out loud for number one. Number two, Jacoby Myers. If y'all don't know, Jacoby Myers is actually a very intelligent player. All right. This this guy is like a very intelligent wide receiver. All right. Most of the players on the Patriots are. So tell me why you are trying to make a play at the end of the fourth quarter when the game is tied and you can win this game in overtime. Um, I don't know what you're doing. Roundtree uh, Stevenson, I don't know what you're doing with the lateral to him to to try to try to win the game at the end when when it's tied that's what you do when you're down that's what you do when you know it's it's overtime and you're trying not to tie all right the worst part about all of this is that that's probably the patriots season right there in a nutshell a huge big ass question mark of a football team in the nfl that is New England Patriots. That's what we thought of them at the beginning of this season when they had Joe Judge and Matt Patricia return to the coaching staff of this team. That's what we had when Bailey Zapp and, and Mac Jones were, were fighting over who would be the starting quarterback for this team going forward. Um, you know, month or so back. And now this. This is the biggest, dumbest question mark I've ever seen in my life. I've been watching football for most of my life. That is the dumbest play that I've ever seen. Now the Patriots are 500, and their last three opponents are the Bengals, the Dolphins, and the Bills. (laughs) All I got to say is good luck, New England. Seriously, you're going to need it. Um, Because now you probably have to win out, which is damn near impossible at this point. Um, So, yeah, that's your season. Patriots fans ends on on Jacoby Myers very very silly dumb decision to throw across the fields back to Mac Jones of all people 
to try to win the game when it's tied in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it's literally just laughable every time I see it because Chandler Jones is just absolutely stiff-arming the hell out of Mac Jones. It just, it just, it just, it just, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> it's just, I mean, like PC said, it's one of the stupidest plays you could ever make. I don't know what they were thinking. Jacoby Myers were doing, throwing a lateral across the field when the game is tied. I mean, and it, only, only the, I, I just, I know Bill Belichick is, I know Bill Belichick wants him gone. Like Bill Belichick is just shaking his head like, Man, like, like, <laughs> I know that everyone in the locker room jumped that man in the locker room. I mean, it's just so sad seeing the Patriots go down like this, watching Bill Belichick go out like this. It really is. Bill Belichick really is a Tom Brady merchant, and it really shows it. I mean, without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick is just, he's, he's miserable without that man. He really is miserable without him. But... One of the dumbest plays ever, but the good news about it is Mac Jones getting absolutely stiff armed onto the onto the ground. That just that makes me happy because I hate Mac Jones, and I'm pretty sure everybody does here hates Mac Jones. So that's the only good part about that play. Mac Jones is getting absolutely stiff armed by Chandler Jones. So thank you, Chandler Jones, for stiff arming Mac Jones to the ground. That made me so happy. That made me happy. I'm sure you needed some happiness after that 13 and three. Never mind. Um, so yeah, uh, I agree with what PC said, man. I, I think it's one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen in NFL history. I mean, you had your Mark Sanchez butt fumble, you know, you had your Derrick Henry, the way he just stiffed armed. I mean, you guys, you guys see the Jeff Derrick Henry in the stiff arm, but this man, because basically what PC said, bro. If you get tackled, you just go to overtime. You don't, you're not, you don't lose the game. And I think, honestly, Jacoby Myers, he just panicked, bro. I think we can all admit he just, he just panicked. I mean, that, that was a spare moment. He did, he wasn't looking at the clock, wasn't paying attention. He wasn't in the right mental state. He panicked. So that's why he threw it back. But here's my thing, PC. So you throw it back, right? Okay, let's say it's a running back back there or something. You throw it back to Mac Jones, bro. Where, where, what do you think Mac Jones is going to do, bro? Like, how fast? What do you think Mac Jones' 40 is? Because that was the first thing I think. Why are you throwing it back to Mac Jones? And then Pete and then what Tolu said. That's stiff arm, man. That was very Derrick Henry-ish. It was, I mean, he just, he pushed this man on the ground, bro. And I know Desi loved it, being a Bills fan. I just know you loved it. I know you had a smile on your face, bro. You were just so happy. Honestly, I can't stand Mac Jones. I don't like Mac Jones. He stinks. He sucks. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know about the whole... Bill Belichick is a Tom Brady merchant. I won't go that far, Tolu. But I mean, yeah, man, Tom Brady. I mean, Bill Belichick. This does not look good since Tom Brady left two years ago. Man, he, it, it just these teams just have not looked the same, bro. But I don't know if I would say it's the dumbest play I've ever seen, but it's 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 definitely up there. I still I still think that Mark Setch has butt fumble. I mean, to, to get tackled by your own player, bro. I just think that is just so bad, bro. It's so embarrassing. And, and that was the that was the beginning of Mark Sanchez and all his just complete memes, bro. He just it just seemed like every week after that butt fumble, something was happening to Mark Sanchez. So um, yeah, I'm going to still say Mark Sanchez is definitely, it's probably the worst only because of what happened in the situation. You getting tackled by your own football player, but 
Jacoby Myers, man. Next week, bro, you got to go out there. You got to have yourself a 10-catch, 155-yard, three-touchdown game, bro. Because, I mean, honestly, your name is going to be tied to this for the rest of your entire life, bro. People, When people go back and look at the dumbest things that ever happened in NFL history, I mean, you're going to be on the YouTube videos. You're going to be on the TikTok videos. I mean, you're going to be in them because of that play, bro. But also, Total Mac Jones is going to be in those videos, too, man, because that's stiff arm was just insane bro like the way he pushed this man down it was absolutely insane bro <laughs> here's the funny so Chandler Jones funny. running to the end zone he's so slow bro like did y'all see the run to the end zone how slow this man was it seemed like it took him forever to get there bro but shout out to the Raiders they really needed this victory um they're not getting into the playoffs or anything but they need all the victories that they can man because this team has looked very, very, very bad this year. So shout out to the Raiders. But yeah, um, I still think the Mark Sanchez butt fumble is a lot worse. All right. And on to our last and final question. Um, Argentina defeated France four to three in penalty kicks to secure Messi's first World Cup. Is Lionel Messi the greatest sports athlete in the world of all time? Tolu, your thoughts first. First of all, is Lionel La- Lionel? Get it right. Respect the goat. Anyways, um, yeah, he's 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 definitely top five. I don't think he's the best though, because obviously Tom Brady, um, uh, Serena Williams, Roger like LeBron, Kobe, all those people. I think they're ahead of him, but he's definitely top five for sure. After he secured this World Cup victory, I mean. He he really he really wanted this so bad because like he at the end of the game he was like he was sobbing he was with his whole family and stuff like this officially sort of like made him the greatest soccer player of all time because and he he played really well that game too like it was it, it was a it was like going watching two like two legends of legend in the making and a legend just going at each other because that's that that game had me on the edge of my seat because it was such an entertaining game so no i don't think he's the he's the best athlete of all time but he's definitely for sure top five top five for sure but i don't think he's the best athlete because you can because you can still have like uh tom brady lebron kobe uh serena williams all those people i don't and uh, muhammad ali like i don't think he's he's the best athlete but he's for sure maybe for sure top five not the best, though. Anyways, Tobu, it really doesn't matter how his name is said. Nobody really cares. TK, um, I, I think I think um, everybody cares. Not, not uh, um, everybody cares. Everybody you're not going to disrespect. But anyways, um, yes, he is anyways, to answer the He's question. Um, okay. I mean, Tolu didn't even really answer the question, so I guess I'll just say it. I don't think he is. I guess, um, I guess yes and no. I say yes because this man has literally won every single thing that you could possibly win in the sport of soccer. This man has touched and won, bro. Numerous awards. He's finally got the World Cup. I mean, I when you think of an uh, when you think of players playing their sport, you think of a guy like Lionel Messi because he's absolutely won every single thing that you can win. <clears throat> all the honors, all the awards, everything. And he's finally got the World Cup. But I guess I'll give it to a guy like Michael Jordan. And strictly because Michael Jordan did everything that he did with one team. 
He won the six rings with the Chicago Bulls, got drafted by the Chicago Bulls, won the defensive player of the year with the Chicago Bulls, won a scoring championship with the Chicago Bulls. I mean, I could just go on and on and on with everything that he did with one team in this Chicago Bulls team. So I'm just I'm I'm still gonna lean towards Michael Jordan um winning his six rings with the Chicago Bulls. And like I said, accomplishing everything that he accomplished with one team, whereas Lionel Messi. I mean, he accomplished everything that he accomplished, but he bounced around to quite a few teams. And I think something like that you have to take into consideration. So I'm going to give it to uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, in, in case, you know, the listeners haven't called up to it yet, Desi isn't the biggest fan of football or soccer, football. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, TK, uh, you didn't exactly answer the question. That you said yes and no. Um, I'm going to say no, uh, but it is personal preference. At this point, I think it is fairly safe to say now Leo Messi is the greatest soccer player of all time. He has earned that. All right. He's up there with the greatest athletes of all time. The Michael Jordans, the LeBron James, the Kobe Bryant's, the Tom Brady's, um, the Muhammad Ali's. Like that that entire like list is like interchangeable. You know, it, it really depends on preference, um, if you ask me. But one case i will make for 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 messi um that was the greatest soccer game that i've ever seen with my eyes before <laughs> and for it to happen in the world cup final uh just mbappe who is the next like gonna be like next up he's the next like young goat all right he's already won a world cup uh he had the hat trick in the world cup final like he's he, he, mbappe's gonna get his in, in his lifetime don't worry um but on Sunday, it was Messi's day. It was his time to cement himself as the greatest player of all time. Um, I'm just going to now read off his list of accomplishments that he has had. Um, one Golden Boy, four Champion League titles, 10 La Liga Santander titles, uh, seven Copa del Rey titles, three Club World Cup titles, Three European Super Cup titles, eight Supercopa de España titles, one Copa America title, one MVP Copa America, one under 20 World Cup title, one Beijing Olympic gold medal, one final CIMA title, seven Ballon d'Or trophies, uh, one FIFA World Player trophy, two the best award trophies to Leo Messi, uh, six European Golden Shoes, one Los Aires World Sports Award. Uh, four Anze Dior, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. Seven uh, Pushiki La Liga, plus nine MVP La Liga titles. One FIFA, FIFA Pro, three Men's Player of the Year in Europe, two World Cup Golden Balls, and finally one World Cup. Goat, goat, just, 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 just goaded, bro. That's insane. Every this man has one touched every single award that you could possibly touch in the game in the sport of soccer, bro. I mean, it's goaded, and I don't want to hear Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't want to hear none of these other names, ladies and gentlemen. All right, for all you Christi- Cristiano Ronaldo fans, Cristiano Ronaldo is not Messi. Is not Messi, bro. You got to cut that I'm conversation. Sorry. Out. I'm sorry, Speed. I'm sorry, Ronaldo fans. The is dead. Also- Messi is the greatest soccer player that has ever touched a soccer field, and it's not even close anymore, bro. Go ahead. He's crying in his car. Also, uh, Messi fans also did not make a like twelve-year-old girl be depressed because she talked trash about you know your favorite player. By the way, we I have about that. If, 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 you, if you look up 
if y'all know what story I'm talking about. Oh yeah, no, we I know. We, know. we know, bro. We know. And PC, yeah. I wanted I want to touch on one thing that you said because me and Tolu, you know, Mbappe is our favorite player. I will say this, all right. Right now, Messi is Jordan of soccer, all right, and it looks to be that that next great, which is would be LeBron James, is going to be Mbappe, bro. Will he pass Messi? I think that's going to be the conversation in soccer. It's going to be Messi and Mbappe for the next 20 years. Who's the greatest? Yeah, well, def- definitely, definitely, definitely. He definitely has a way to go. But I'm thinking if any, I'm, I'm saying it in total. You can go ahead and back me up on this. Mbappe, like for 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 all you soccer fans or for all you guys who don't watch soccer, if you don't watch soccer, just watch Mbappe. OK, please trust me. He's, he's, he, he's, he's truly amazing. If you love Messi, you're going to love a guy like Mbappe. Because when Messi finally retires, Mbappe is up next. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen. Well, go ahead, PC. I, I, I just, and Desi, you're a hater. I feel like you're, you're hating all this because you just don't Wait, Desi, Desi, soccer. it's crazy. You just have Mbappe... to, listen, I'm not the biggest soccer fan either, Desi. You just have to get into the sport. That's all. Even yeah, like if it's every four Mbappe years, like the World Cup. The World more. Cup is the biggest sporting mm-hmm. event of all time. Yes. He just cool. have to get into the spirit. And Mbappe's already accomplished more than Josh Allen, and he's like what, twenty-two? That's crazy. <laughs> Josh Allen owns Lamar Jackson. Stop okay, breaking yeah, up my point. Yeah, yeah, shut up. Who cares? Mbappe's accomplished more than Josh Allen. Anyways, yeah, I like two real sports. Uh-huh. Two different sports. I like well, soccer. Um, can I jump one one second? Of course, bro. You and got jump you. one second. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Um, I I think um, this was a game that was unbelievable, and I think France too is a team that 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 been to the last World Cup, two World Cup finals. They they won twenty eighteen and they lost this one. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if, if Messi is going to play in the next World Cup. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays the next World Cup and somehow, some way age or something, if we get this rematch again. Because they played in the last two World Cup, too. They played um, in the round of 16, the last World Cup, and the final score of that game was 4-3 to three France. I wouldn't, so France I wouldn't mind. You know what's crazy? That France made it to the, to the final, and they're missing, like, really key players. Like, they're missing Lucas Hernandez, who's really good, and they're also missing Paul Pogba, who's, like, amazing, too. Like, they did all that injured. Like, uh, if they get all those guys crazier? back, what? Uh, I was going to say, what's crazier, Mbappe and, and Messi are teammates on their on their football club. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, they're on their all him, him, Mbappe, Neymar, they're all on the same team. So, it's just going to be that's funny. That's literally like, bro, that's, that's, that's literally Kobe, yeah. Jordan, and, and LeBron. I'm being tortured. That's like Kobe, MJ, and LeBron on, on the soccer field right there. Literally. Okay, let, okay, let's just give it to her in, in, a, in NFL talk, okay? So, Patrick Mahomes versus no. Josh no. Allen for the, for the, no. for the, for, for the yeah. AFC. Right? <laughs> That's basically what it is in football terms, all right? And if you want me to give you three. In soccer terms, in soccer terms I don't care. Anyway. It's football. Respect it, bro. It's soccer. No, it's football. Soccer. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the next segment because y'all are boring me. Anyways. Jesus. Hey guys. All right. Moving on to our next segment, y'all. It's time for TK's tier list. So, TK, I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to you. Ladies and gentlemen. 
TK's tier list, we do three winners, three losers from the previous NFL week. And Desi, your bills are not on the winners this week, so don't even give me a look for that. But yeah, so let's start with the losers this week. And I kind of talked about them earlier. I'm going to go with the Colts with the 39-36 loss to the Vikings. Like I said, man, you got to feel bad for a guy like Matt Ryan, bro. To not only lose in the Super Bowl and have a com- team come back 28-3 and then lose, but then to be up, I believe it was 33-0 at halftime, ladies and gentlemen. 33-0. And you lose 39-36 to in the second half. I mean, can somebody like? I mean, Gianni, you look like you want to say something. I, I just don't understand how. I mean, yeah. the, they weren't making the playoffs anyway. So I mean, everything that they were playing, they were playing a legitimately good game. To be up thirty-three to zero at halftime. How I do you? I can't explain what happened really because they were up thirty-three to nothing, right? In the game, I thought it was over and everything, and then I saw they got a touchdown. What changed the game to me was that they got the Colts got to midfield of thirty six to seven, and they had a four from one, and they decided to punt instead of going for it because mm-hmm. apparently it was just one yard, and they were pretty aggressive all game, and they decided not to be aggressive. Yeah, and I mean, after it's, that, changed. they got comfortable. They got I think they got comfortable with the score in the second half. I mean honestly, you can you can be you guys can be a little honest. If you're if your team is up 30, PC, if you're if PC and Johnny, if your Eagles are up 33 to 0 against I don't know. Well, Vikings are still a pretty high scoring team. But if you're up 33 against 33 to 0 any team, you're going to feel a little comfortable in the second half, right? Yeah. Like you're going to feel like you can take yeah. your feet off the gas a little bit, slow down a little bit. But I mean, when you're a team like the Colts, who are I believe they were what 5-11 and 1 or something like that. <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, you 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 know what your team I mean, you just know your team are capable of doing something like this, bro. But to be a part of the biggest comeback in NFL history and the biggest comeback in NFL history, I personally think Mac Ryan's retiring after the season, bro. I mean, I personally think this I personally think this 39 to 36 loss was just enough for him. He's gonna finish the season out strong, but I don't think he's coming back next season. I don't think anybody's gonna take him. What do you think, BC? You think he's retiring? You think he's done after the season, bro? Okay, there is nothing to think. <laughs> They had a 33 to nothing lead. 33. Sometimes times. you just have to sit back and just laugh. That, that's that's all I. I have no words. Jeff, They're just no words. Jeff Saturday is going to be Jeff Saturday is going to be back in ESPN soon. After that, I don't know. Hopefully the Colts can get it together. Like I said, the season's already watched for a lot of teams. The Colts are being one of them. But like I said, man, to be a part of the biggest comeback in NFL history, that's that's. I mean, that's just sad. At, and I believe it was at home too. I think the Colts were at home also, right? Like I think the Colts. No, they weren't at home. Okay, so it's I mean, in Minnesota. So I mean, to made it even more impressive. Exactly, it makes it I even more. That makes it even more impressive, and then you just are on the wrong end of the. Never catch me ever again. <laughs> In any group chat on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat, or on TikTok, if they ever make a, a Twitter uh, group chats on TikTok, in the group chats on IMA, you would not catch me anywhere. I would fall off the face of the earth if that happened to my Eagles. I would simply For the basically, basically what PC is saying is, Colts fans, Colts fans, I'm sorry. That's basically what he's saying because honestly, I I don't know how you you shouldn't show your face for the entire week until you're. I made to begin just, with. <laughs> 
until your team finishes that game next week. Because I mean, honestly, that's just, that's just unacceptable. There's absolutely no reason. Um, let's go to number two. Kind of talked about this earlier. The Cowboys 40 34, uh, 40 to 34 loss to the Jags. I won't touch on that too much. Like I said, BC believes that you can blame it on Zach Prescott. Total believes you can blame it on the defense. I believe you can blame it on Jerry Jones. I think at the end of the day, what we all are saying is that the Cowboys organization is just a complete mess right now. And um, Jerry Jones, you need to step down and give the team up because you will never win a Super Bowl as long as you are controlling this team. And I think we can all be honest here. Um, Jerry Jones, I, I just, Jerry Jones is too controlling. Okay. He picked Mike McCarthy for this job, not because he was the right head coach for the job. He picked Mark McCarthy for the job because he can control Mike McCarthy. That's how, that's just how Jerry Jones runs his business. And that's why the Cowboys will never be successful. And honestly, I don't feel like talking too much on the Cowboys. So I'm going to move on <clears throat> for the third loser. The Dolphins 32 to 29 lost to the Bills. And the reason why I'm going to put them on the list this week is because, honestly, you made me look bad. I picked the Dolphins to win the division this year. My man Gianni picked the Jets to win the division this year. I mean, we weren't too far off, Gianni. So, you know, we shouldn't be too hard on ourselves. We weren't too far off. They're still technically playoff teams. They're all, they'd all still technically get in the playoffs if it started today. But, I mean... Got to give it up to Desi's Bills. I mean, they still run that division. I don't think it's going to change for a while. Nothing. Uh, I mean, as the season goes on, these teams are going to start off hot like a team like the Jets and the Dolphins. They'll probably start off hot. But a, but a team like the Bills are able to carry that their hot streak on throughout the entire season until they reach the playoffs. But that's another conversation for another day. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, Desi, your Bills, they still own that division. Um, that's not changing anytime soon. The, the, the Patriots do not look like they're going to be good anytime soon. Uh, the Jets are still a team that you can definitely see their quarterback away, but they definitely need a quarterback. It's not Mike White or Zach, or, or Zach Wilson. And then the Dolphins. Um, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know that defense, man. I think Gianni touched, touched on this a couple of weeks ago. That defense would be the downfall of this team. And honestly, you're seeing it week yeah, after, I told you. after week now. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you're starting to see it, bro. And if that weighs into the playoffs, this team is not going to, this team will be out in the wild card. But go ahead, Gianni. And, and the thing that's crazy is that the Dolphins still can miss the playoffs, too, because their schedule is not that easy either. Like they have the, um, they got the Packers. <coughs> We're still fighting. And actually playing a little bit much better, a little bit better than, than you know, the way they started the season. And you got the Patriots is in New England, the cold weather. I think that plays a factor, too, in Buffalo. You could, you, you could see that play a little factor early on. Um, so that game could be pretty close. You never know how that can shape up. And I think the crazy game, I think the last game of the season, could be a Sunday night game for the last wild card spot. Is the Jets and the Dolphins? Who knows who's going to win that game? That game could be for the last playoff spot, mm. honestly. So the Dolphins are not safe at all. Honestly, if they lose on Sunday to um to the Packers, they're they're in trouble. Honestly. Yeah, I'd agree. That that has to be one. Of, that's that has to be a must win for the Dolphins. But like you said, the Packers have looked a lot better as of late. And um. Yeah, man, this defense it, it, with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is starting to look like himself again in the past couple of weeks. And honestly, with that defense, I don't trust that Dolphins defense at all. And like I said, I'm starting to finally see what you're talking about. I thought it would happen to this team in the playoffs, but we're starting to see this toward the end of the season. And I don't think that's what you want to see um, from your team's defense, especially towards the end of the season when you're fighting for a playoff spot. But yeah, um, that's going to be the three losers for the week. So let's move on to the winners. Um Score number one, the Lions. 2017 went over the Jets. Um, I understand it's a low-scoring game, but this is a very good defense that this Lions team won against. Um, and 
The Lions just keep finding ways to win, man. Winners of the last six out of seven. Honestly, I think they're sitting at what eight, nine, and seven right now. I think this team. I think this is. I think this team. Are you guys PC Gianni? Do you guys think? Are, are y'all finally ready to agree with me when I'm telling you guys that this yeah, gonna, Lions, that the Lions are going to win out and get into the playoffs? I think or, the Lions. Well, gonna... I've been saying that the Lions have been. I I was the one that put you on to the Lions, man. I'm TK. So I, I don't know why you you said me. Yeah, but you but but Gianni. last week I did say that they would win out and get into the playoffs, and you were you were kind of like I don't know about that. You said you said you didn't know if they could get into no, the playoffs. I, I said they would get into the playoffs. Oh, so you did, okay. did say that? So maybe I, it was I said that they would get that wild card spot. I said that. Um, yeah, I said that they might lose one game. They they still gonna make the playoffs. I think they're gonna win out and win a wild card game. I think they have. To, I, I think they have to win out. I don't think they can lose any more games. I think they have to I win. I think they can afford one chance. loss. They can afford so? one loss. Yeah, because one Washington loss, has the Niners. The Washington wow. has the Niners, the Browns, and uh, the Cowboys. So they're they're in trouble. Washington. There are a handful of coaches in the NFL who you say that is a real NFL coach, and I can name them: Nick Sirianni. Got the coach from the Chiefs. I'm just gonna start saying from teams because I'm a little high right now. You got the coach from the Chiefs, Andy Reid. Uh, I'd say Mike Vabrell. I put Mike Vabrell on that list. Would you guys put Mike Vabrell on that list of real elite head coaches? In? No, probably not. No, 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 no. No. I think of Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, the, I guess. I put your bias okay. aside. Put Sean your interest aside. Okay, fine. Sean McDermott. On the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan, yes. Kyle Shanahan, and then I'm going to put Dan Campbell on that list. I think it's I, – I, I'm going to put Dan Campbell on that elite quarterback list, on, on that elite head coaching list, bro. What this man has done with his team, bro, if they get into the playoffs, and like I said, I think they can run the table and possibly face you guys in the NFC Championship game. I won't say they'll win, but I say I think they can run the table and get to the NFC Championship and face the Eagles. Dan Campbell, I'm honestly putting him in that <clears throat> top five elite head coach's job, honestly, um, head coach spot, bro, honestly. What this man has done with his team has been absolutely incredible. Winners of their last six of seven, possibly getting into the playoffs. I mean, we're all having a conversation now where they could possibly win out and get into the playoffs. Where just four or five weeks ago, this team was sitting at three and eight, guys. Three and eight. And and I look at what the conversations that we're having about this, that we're having about this team right now, honestly. And then we're talking about a team that honestly, they don't even have their number one quarterback. Yet. It's Jared Goff right now, but we've all heard the stories and we've all heard the rumors that eventually they're going to move on from Jared Goff and get their guy, the guy that Dan Campbell wants. Um, the Lions are going to be a team to be, I mean, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with in the future, bro, honestly. And it's really exciting to see a Detroit team finally in the spotlight. Because the Detroit Pistons are trash. The Detroit Lions have been trash. But it finally looks like they're finally headed uh, towards the right direction. So, yeah, I decided to put them on the winners this week. Um, For number two, Tolly, you're not going to like this one, bro. But the Browns with the 13-3 win over the Ravens, man. I understand Lamar Jackson wasn't starting, bro. But look, man, Tyler Huntley, Tolu, and PC and Gianni. And I want all y'all to come here because you guys are all here when Tolu said this. And he wasn't trolling when he said it. I believe there was somebody on this podcast that's a Ravens fan that told us Tyler Huntley, that guy. Remember that guy? You know, the quarterback, the backup quarterback, the backup quarterback, not even a starter, but was it was was worth a I think I think he said he was worth it. Was was it a first round pick, PC? Yeah. He said it was Tyler Huntley was okay. So I'm just making sure I'm not sure. So totally. You mean to tell me that guy that you said is worth a first round pick? 
could not score a single touchdown in a 60-minute football game total. What happened? 13 to 3, bro. Deshaun Watson has his coordinator. Deshaun Watson is still rusty. Hasn't even. No, I don't want to hear. Totally, I don't want to hear that. All right, you can't blame Greg Roman. All right, you you, you can't. I I can. I can. To not not score a single touchdown total. A single touchdown, man. A division game. It's a division game total. You know that you that you do realize that the Bengals are probably going to win this division, all right. If you don't get Lamar Jackson back in time, Lamar Jackson comes and saves the day. Pay that guy. You should have paid that guy, man. Totally. I don't know what's going to happen to the Ravens. Bro, honestly, I you're saying to... all the things that I already know, bro. Like, we all know they should have paid him. Like, we all I, – I know this. Everyone knows this. John Harbaugh is overrated. Greg Roman is, is stupid. Our play, play calling is trash. I mean, our best receiver is, receiver is 36-year-old Deshaun Jackson. I mean, you, like, what else, what, what else are you going to tell me that I don't already know? There you but go. Okay. I mean, totally. You, you, I mean, what more do I need to say? Thirteen to three loss to the to the Rave, to the Browns. Um, like I said, Deshaun Watson is not even himself yet. You lose to that guy who's still kind of finding his way. I understand he had the one touchdown, no interceptions. He didn't have any turnovers, but I mean, he's still find, kind of finding his footing. So, I mean, I just feel like this is a game that Tyler Huntley should have been able to go out there and get a victory, even if it was a seventeen to thirteen win. But to not score a single touchdown at all is just absolutely unacceptable. But each is all. And then finally, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this one because because of the, you know, the pass interference that wasn't a pass interference that really was a pass interference that wasn't called. But I decided to put Sean's Giants. I thought he would be on the show tonight. He's going to give him an opportunity to talk about it. But you know what? Sorry, Sean, you're not here. So now you're going to have to hear PC and Gianni rant on your Giants of what happened. But I decided to go with the Giants 20 to 12 went over the commies, like PC said on earlier. This was this was a win that the Giants needed to have, along with the win next week uh, that they're going to need to get. Um, but yeah, Giants have to. I mean, Giants have to. I, I believe they have to win two or three more games to get into the playoffs. Yesterday was one of them. Now you have to focus on this week, and then you focus on one more after that. Or I believe if you win this game this week, actually, I think they're in the playoffs, right, PC? If they win, they're in. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. So you need to win two games. You won the game. You won the game from last night. PC, Gianni, I, I give you the opportunity to talk about what happened there because Sean's not here. But like I said, now you just got to go out there, focus on this week. Know that this game that's that you play this week, you win your end. Um, and I think that takes a little bit more pressure off. That takes a little bit less pressure off um, after getting this 20 to 12 win over the commies. But PC, Gianni, go ahead. Tell me what happened, man. Um, I mean, it was going to be the Giants <laughs> or the Commanders just kind of I don't know, struggling to get into the playoffs. Um, both these teams are not at 100%. Um, the Commanders, I think uh, their their little Taylor Heineke magic has, has run out. Uh, he does not look like the same quarterback that, he, uh, uh, that they had when they uh, were at the start of their wing streak. Then there's the Giants, who have a multitude of injuries. Um, and, you know, currently... You know, Daniel Jones, like he has a very good record against the commanders. Apparently, I think he's only lost them like once in his career. Uh, so for that to happen the way that it did, I'm not exactly surprised. With that being said, um, it was a pass interference at the end. Um, if you watch the game, like it, it was a very blatant pass interference at the end. Um, but it wasn't just that. It was the ref that called back the Brian Robinson touchdown that could have, you know, made it a two point game at the end. Uh, when Terry McLaurin 
got called for illegal formation when he himself checked up with the referee that was right beside him and asked him if he was good and it wasn't an illegal formation. And as soon as the play was snapped, as soon as the ball was snapped, the referee threw the flag. So he just lied to Terry's face straight up. Um, you know, it, it. I mean, it's it's scraping by with victories with the Giants. I, I, like I've already said this, I feel like a broken record. It's scraping by with victories. It's not sustainable. This is not a team that's going to do anything in the playoffs. Uh, if this is your first year of your rebuild, um, and this is a team that still needs to get better at a multitude of positions, why? I just I don't know why you're you're really fighting for a. a final wild card spot when we all know that you're going to bounce out on wild card weekend. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is me being a little bit biased. Maybe they do get a little bit lucky, but it's just scraping by with victories. All right. You saw what happens when they run into an actual team like the Eagles. All right. It's just, it's just, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. They're scraping by. In my opinion, um, they're not going to go anywhere. Honestly, um, they're going to lose in the first round. Um, they're just scraping by, like how PC says, scraping by wins. They got. I saw their schedule. They're probably gonna get in as the six seed, um, and they're probably gonna go to San Francisco Wild Card Weekend. So that good season for them, but they're gonna get bounced in the first round by the Forty Niners. Yup. Unfortunately, Sean, you're not here to defend your New York Giants, but. At the end of the day, I'll say it for you. A win is a win. You got the win. One more, you win and you're in. That's going to be the end of TK's tier list this week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week with three more losers and three more winners. And I'm going to go ahead and hand it back to Desi. Nah, man, because I honestly, truthfully feel like, CK, you are a hater. And you hate me and you hate my bills. Because once again, you've had a chance to put us on here, but you elect to put a 13 and 3 game on here. And yeah. once again, you elect to put Washington and the Giants on here. Yes. The game, like that's what I'm saying. Because so- the Giants are not but the Giants are not supposed to be they're not supposed to be this good in, a, in fighting for a playoff spot right now. They're not they supposed to be Washington. Here. They play Washington. Okay. Like, come on. Let's be <laughs> let's be honest here, bro. Put the trolls aside for a second. That's we all know that was a good victory by the Bills this past weekend. Let's not we can't. In, we can't in, just. In ignore. fairness, I did put the Dolphins on the L, so her Bills still Ooh. technically did get a shout no. out. No, we didn't. Okay. I guess. No, we didn't. Like, technically, you did because I, I put the Dolphins did. on Whatever. the L list this week. Oh, bro, it's biased. Who, who y'all play next week? Who y'all play next week? Chicago. All right, if y'all be if y'all be Chicago, I got you. Bro, all right. Anyways, moving right along to our next segment. It's time to play a little game. Would you rather the Anthony Davis edition? So, guys, how this will work? I will ask each person would they rather take Anthony Davis or a different player. We have twelve different players, so let's see how many would take my guy AD. First up is PC. PC, would you rather take? I feel like you're going to be a little biased, but would you rather take Joel Embiid or Anthony Davis? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Joel Embiid, obviously. I'm picking Joel Embiid. Um, 
you can make the case for you you know for you know any other big um but Embiid has only lost to Anthony Davis once in his whole entire career so yeah I'm going Embiid I mean I'm obviously I'm gonna go Anthony Davis I like Anthony Davis bag a little more Anthony Davis brings a little more to me offensively I'll give Joel the defense a little bit but it's a pretty similar on defense but I, I just like Anthony Davis offensive bag a little more Joel Embiid okay Knicks, would you rather have Anthony Davis or Nikola Jokic? I guess if I am picking Embiid over AD, I have to pick Jokic over AD too. Yeah, I go. I'd only go Jokic over over AD strictly just because of his passing ability. Jokic, same thing like um, TK. But the passing ability, I feel like to his scoring, um, his rebounding is. The only thing I think is just defense. He needs to work on. All right. Next, would you rather have Anthony Davis or Giannis? PC? Giannis. Easily. Yeah, that's that's way too easy. I'm taking Giannis every day. Okay. Um, Giannis. Uh, next, would you rather have Anthony Davis or Bam Adebayo? AD. Uh, yeah. AD. Yeah, AD. Definitely AD. Definitely. Bam. Shocker. I mean, that that's a, that's a that's surprise. Okay. Um, would you rather have AD or Sabonis? AD. That's fair. Yeah, AD. Um, AD. Would you rather have AD or Krishna Wood? Um, interesting one, but I'm still picking AD. Krishna Wood <laughs> is still a very underrated player. Yeah, not interesting at all. I'm taking AD over Christian Wood every single day of the week. Yeah, AD. Okay. Um, would you rather AD or Cat? AD. Easily. Cat brings three-point shooting to my team, but I'm still taking AD, man. AD is just, AD's better overall. AD shoots a three. Yeah, but uh, not as good AD. as Cat. AD for sure. Okay, would you rather have Anthony Davis or Rudy Gobert? AD. No amounts of defense of Kralis is going to convince me that Rudy Gobert is a better player than Anthony Davis. Bruh, I take Tolu over Rudy Gobert. Don't bring Rudy Gobert anywhere near my team, please. <laughs> AD. Honestly, it's easy. All right, would you rather have Jared Allen or AD? I am not going to go out on a limb and say that Allen's better player than AD, but it's <laughs> definitely AD, but it's closer than what y'all are going to say that it is. Jared Allen is not a bad player. As a matter of fact, I don't think I've ever seen Jared Allen have like a, a really bad basketball game before. But compared to AD, are, we, are, we, are you... Are you uh, AD. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Yeah. Eighty, honestly. Okay. Would you rather have Anthony Davis or Kristaps Porzingis? Eighty, easily. Which Kristaps Porzingis are we talking about? Are we talking about New York Kristaps Porzingis? Now Porzingis. Okay. Now Porzingis. We're not doing that. Yeah, give me eighty. Eighty, easily. Okay, DeAndre Aiden or eighty. 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 We're not taking the Suns. Yeah. 
easily. Zion Williamson or AD? I'm going to go with Zion. I really like what I've seen from Zion this year because he's answered the call. Like, you know, I thought he was going to be a bust. I thought he was going to be like the next Ray Golden with all his injuries, but no, like he, he has the Pelicans as the top three seed in the West Look right now. Man. He's Look healthy. Man. Can't say that about AD. I'm a Duke fan. Zion's one of my favorite players in the league, bro. His injuries scare me, dog, but I, I go, I, I'm going to go Zion. I'm going to go Zion. I'm going to go Zion. Yeah, Zion as well. Glad you put your bias aside for one sec. It's okay. <laughs> Really proud of you, truly. Okay, guys, that ends the game of Would You Rather. Time to move on to our next segment, which is my personal favorite, hot takes. But before we tell our hot takes, Gianni, can you please play our fan hot take for this week? Hi, this is Space. I'm from California, and my teams are the Raiders and Lakers, Padres, Dodgers, and Tigers. And this is We Hate Sports Podcast. And my hot take is if the Cowboys end up facing Tampa in the first round, Tom Brady will beat them by a score of 24 to 21, going down to a last second field goal. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, Tom Brady just owns, he owns the Cowboys. Yeah, and then that sounds, it. that just sounds like, it, it sounds like the script of the NFL. <laughs> it no, sounds t- like no, PC. It sounds like, the type of ending the Cowboys have every single year, bro. Like, it would be yeah, perfect. I mean, it's Tom Brady. Like, the Bucks are not good this year, but you're not going to, like, I still would not want to face Tom Brady in the playoffs this year, per se, because like, it's still Tom Brady. I, I'm not even sure if the Cowboys have, I'm not even sure if the Cowboys have ever beat Tom Brady. I think their, their record yeah. is like 0-7 yeah. or something like They're that. Never. Tom Brady's um, nine and zero against. The oh my god! Yeah, good luck, man. That's a great. That's finally a finally a good take that we all agree on. Because yeah, man, Cowboys. That just sounds like the type of cowboy, the type of ending that the Cowboys seem to have every single season, bro. All right, y'all. Giving their first hot take for this week. I'm gonna call on TK. All right, so I'm gonna go to NBA hot take this week. All right. So I don't know if you saw the reports about. That came out with Damian Litter. He had a little, I don't know if it was like an interview or or maybe it was over the radio or what. But he said that it's Steph Curry, and then he believes he's the best, he's the second best point guard in the NBA. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but here's gonna be my hot take. By the end of the season, I don't know if he will win the award, but Damian Litter's name will be in the MVP race for the first time in his entire career. I think it'll be a top. I feel like I'm pushing the Sanders, but I feel like he'll be a top two to three candidate, and I think he'll actually make some noise in the MVP conversation this year. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen his games this year, but he's looked pretty good this year, bro. He started off pretty hot. Um, if this, I think if his team can get in the playoffs with like 40, 50, 45-ish wins, I think I think he honestly has a legitimate chance of winning the NFL, uh, the NBA MVP this season. Um, it's going to be hard because he's not Steph Curry, but honestly, I think if, this, if he can get his team in the playoffs um, – Average like somewhere around twenty five to twenty eight a game. I think he'll honestly, he he could honestly win the NBA MVP award. I I don't know how I feel about this. Sick. I I I'll say this. I'll say this. The the Blazers are 
better than what I expected them at this point in the season. Like they're 17 and 13. Like I, I didn't think like this scene would be like all that amazing, but like it's kind of set up like how it is in Dallas right now. Like Luca and then everybody else. Like right now it's Damon, everybody else. Um, Anthony Simons is having a breakout year. Um, you saw uh, Nurkic on that team as well. Uh, Jeremy Grant, who's been a good pickup. Like it, it's a solid team. Um, is it enough to carry them to Western Conference Finals? Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. sure about all that. Um, you know, but I was looking the the conversation or MVP finalist last year. I think he was. Who? Who? Look at Doncic. I think when he the, was. When the Mavs made the Western Conference Finals, I think, he was. Last I think year. he was. I'm pretty sure he was. Either well, either way, like uh, you know, I if Luca was in the conversation or not. Um, he still, you know, didn't win it, uh, even with the team that he had, with the season that he had. Um, so I, I don't think it would be different for Dame, at least, you know, from what we've seen. Um, I think it's going to take a lot for him to be in the MVP conversation because I don't have him as a top three point guard right now. Um, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully he keeps up uh, this, this streak of uh, playing very good. Okay, next, we give the hot takes. Tolu? The Toronto Raptors had a great run, but they've lost, like, seven, six games. It's time to blow that team up. It's time to blow that team up. Scotty, Scotty Barnes is having that sophomore slump. He hasn't been really been great this year after winning Rookie of the Year. Pascal Siakam, even though he went off against the Sixers tonight, as he always does with Joel Embiid, because that Cameroon, Cameroonian duo, they, he always has to stand up against Joel Embiid, even though the Sixers came out with the W. Pascal Siakam has not really had, had a good year. And Fred Van Fleet hasn't had a good year either. So in my, I think it's time for the Toronto Raptors to blow it up officially. Trade Fred Van Fleet, get a few draft picks, trade Pascal Siakam, get get more draft picks. Obviously, you keep Scotty Barnes because that's that's your future. That's your rookie of the year. Maybe Scotty Barnes will play better. Um, but it's time for the Raptors to blow it up. Okay, next. Uh, PC? All right. We're going an NBA. The Orlando Magic of all teams. The Orlando Magic. I can't believe I'm saying but the, the Orlando Magic are hot right now, guys. Um, and I know they lost by a point to the Atlanta Hawks uh, that ended like their seven game winning streak. Uh, but this is still a team that, that has been like red hot for like the last like two weeks now. Uh, that's why my hot take is going to be that the Orlando Magic not only make the playoffs, but I think they make it to the second round. All right. I'm starting to see the vision a little bit with Paolo Benchero, TK. Um, I don't know what his potential, what his peak is. I I think that he has the right pieces around him. Bobo, he's kind of Bobo's in, inconsistent right now, but when he's on, he looks very unstoppable. And then you have Markel Fultz still. Uh, he obviously has a, a good head coach coaching him. Uh, it's just a team with good pieces around them right now. Um, and depending on their first round matchup, if they continue to play like this. I think that they can get sneak into the second round. That's what my hot take for this week is going to be. Not only Magic make the playoffs, I think they can sneak into the second round. 
crazy how the Nuggets kept Bobo on the bench that whole time he was in Denver. That's absurd. And everyone wants to talk about Victor Wembanyama, Wemby. Like Bobo, I'm not saying he's going to be better than him, but like Bobo kind of reminds me of Wemby. I'm not going to lie. And when he's on, PC, that's that. That's what that Duke in, in the NBA do. You know what I'm saying? Paolo and Carol. We produce. We bro, we produce the okay. best basketball players, man. You know, it's, just, it's uh, just science. No. science. Duke in the NBA, the brotherhood in the no, NBA, no. man. No. <laughs> All right. No. That's, um, uh, Jenny, your hot take for the week? Um, this is going to be a hot take, a continuation from before the season. Even PC had this hot take as well about the Jaguars making the playoffs. I think the Jaguars are going to make the playoffs as the champions of the South because they play each other the last game of the season. The Titans are 7-7. Seven seven. They got the Cowboys. I think they're going to lose that game. They got the Texans. I think they split the last two games. The Jaguars have the Jets and the, um, and the Texans the next two weeks. I think both teams are going to be um, – I, I could see the Texans – actually, no, the, the Jaguars being 6-9 and nine the last – actually, yeah, 6-9 or 7-9 and nine around there the last game of the season. And I think the Titans will be like eight and eight that last um, game. And I think the Jaguars win that last game in the division. And I think they're going to win a home playoff game against the Baltimore Ravens. I know Tolu probably won't like that, but I think the Jaguars are going to win the division, win a home playoff game against the Ravens, and lose in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah. I can Honestly, totally see. I, I, I don't. I, I can't dismiss that. I can like you. You're right. I mean, it's already happened. It's already happened. <laughs> they, they already beat us, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. So, it's the 2022 Ravens. So anything can happen, man. So, I mean, Gianni, we're geniuses. Clearly, we're, 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 we're geniuses at okay. the king of this season. Okay. Um, I, I mean, we knew, we knew when Doug Peterson was hired as head coach for the Like they, we knew that there would be a. a a solid enough team to be in the playoff conversation and now they're red hot the titans are choking hardcore right now they've lost four in a row now um if the titans keep choking and the jaguars keep rising um yeah yeah the jets are going to win the miserable afc south this year and they're going to get into the playoffs yeah. i think they win the division at eight and nine they're going to win that division at eight and nine home playoff game and that would be a successful season because they're going to get Calvin really they're going to be able to add more to their defense that's going to be a dangerous team for years to come all right guys that's the end of this segment um now time to move on to our um our final words from our main co-host PC it's time for Cam's monologue so PC I'll pass it off to you all right Episode 103, it's officially in the books, guys. Um, and yeah, it was a very, very chill episode this week. Um, they went through anything too crazy. You know, it's the holiday season. Christmas, Christmas is next week. No, Christmas is, is this week. Oh my God, Christmas is this week. Um, and with that actually comes the birthday of WHS. So happy birthday or a pre-happy birthday so we hate sports podcast clap it up for that um you know it's turning two years old officially 
um, in a couple of days. So, yeah, that that uh, make sure you go and check out our Twitter and Instagram at WHS underscore podcast, our YouTube and TikTok at We Hate Sports, uh, especially the YouTube channel. Uh, we posted uh, you know a couple of videos, uh, including my vlog from when I went to the Eagles game uh, back uh, a couple of weeks back now. Um, at least from what I've heard, it's it's been uh, you know pretty positive. People like the video, uh, so if we made it to the end here. Definitely go and check it out. Definitely go and check out our TikTok as well. Um, call up on, check up on. It's holiday season. Tell them that you love them. Take care of them. Tend to them. Love them. Give them a little smooch. Give them a little kiss on their lips. Mwah. Um, and drink your water. Stay hydrated because it's blue season. Totally, we're not doing this this week. We are not doing no. We are not doing this this week. We are not doing this this week. We are not doing this this week. I'm already stopping at Dennis tracks. Um, for like I said, holiday season. Um, this is uh, we we won't have another episode. I gotta remember that this Sunday's Christmas. Um, oh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Who listens to this episode? And of course, the crew. I well, wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy holidays. Um, yeah. You know. PC, what am I looking at on your Instagram story right now? What did you put in this orange juice? It was strawberry huh? syrup. You're disgusting. You are no. disgusting. You put, no. Or- it was an experiment. It was a trend I saw on TikTok that said that it tastes yes. like Skittles, and it did. So it's actually it's like a strawberry skittle. So that's why I asked, was your stomach okay earlier? Like, oh, oh, yeah, no, my my stomach's fine. I I didn't drink it all. I didn't drink it all. It was like it tasted like a kid's drink. It tasted like Tampico. Like if y'all ever had that, it, that oh, that's what it tasted like. Tampico is so like liquidy and ugh. It's de- it was what? definitely like thick. Like I I <laughs> yeah, think like, that's the word I'm looking for. I can't like take like a full like. <laughs> Like whole glass of it, but like I was able to take like a you know, couple of sips of it. Something that a kid will enjoy though, for sure. It tastes like Skittles. I no. saw it for Badlands Chugs. If y'all know Badlands Chugs is, I'm gonna try it. Who? Badlands Chugs. That's the goat right there. If you don't know who Badlands Chugs is, you need to look him up. Look him up, because he's he's a good. Okay. He's amazing. He's a professional uh eater. So, a professional eater. Yes. Sounds part like of Sean. the major league I'm, eating Nick, I'm that exists. <laughs> Sounds like Sean. <laughs> Something Sean would do. Professional eaters are actually they're athletes too, believe it or not. I mean, they're athletes. You see what? What makes them? Athletes? Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut is a professional eater. All right. He's no, an that's he. He he's famous oh. for stuffing glizzies oh. in his mouth. He's sus. That that is not easy to do. All right, that's not easy to do that's, whatsoever. That's sus. He likes putting glizzies in his mouth. Disgusting. Well, either way, there there are other eating competitions out there. Matt Stone yeah. is another famous one. All right, you should check out his channel. I like I like major league eating. That's something. That's something I'd that like I like to, to watch. Eat you out. Time. All right. Yep. And with okay. that being said, yep. I'm going to. Um, that's the end of the episode. Yep. Goodbye, everybody. Happy holidays. We'll see you next week um, for episode 104. I don't know what we're going to do on the episode. It'll be the first. No, it'll be the last episode of 2022. 
Wait, Wait really? Sports. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's been a long year. It's been a crazy year. Just checking my, my calendar. Yeah, yeah. That'll be the last episode of 2022. Episode 104. Um, and we're going to introduce the new year. First episode of 2023 with We A Trivia 21. Which is going to be the best show because I'm creating questions. It's not yeah. told you this week or this Shut up, TK. Your, your questions were terrible. Yo, my questions were great. I have a hot take for you. By 2024, you're gonna have 50 kids. Goodbye. What? Goodbye. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say something serious, bro. I thought he was he's already halfway there. I hate. He, no, oh my no. god, he got about thirty. I bet. Yeah, no. he's creating kids. Doesn't he have one from YouTube? Bro, what's up with y'all, bro? Huh? Wait, De- Desi, you're gonna uh, act like you're not pregnant with TK's child? Oh no, no. Yeah. TK. He's already have one. They're gonna be little Bills fans running around. No, bro, you literally get slid up behind and trying to walk around. That that's worse Damn. than little Tolu's running around. Desi got Desi got a ring before the Bills did. Desi got a ring before the Bills. Goodbye. <laughs>